Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to become that confident leader and take your business and your life to the next level. Today, I am so pleased to have as my guest, Gregory Thompson. And let me tell you a little bit about Gregory. He is a former federal inmate with three tours lasting over 20 years. Born and raised in California, Gregory was a drug dealer for everyone from big name rock bands to surfers. Growing very tired of the prison lifestyle, he spent his last several years while incarcerated with a friend developing a business that is now coming to life. A beer company, an entertainment company, you might say, and their first beer is called Shanked, and it's out on the market today. Greg's first book is False Confessions, and it is also out on the market. And their first album is It's About Time is set to be released. This is a comeback story, but far from a normal one. From real-life prison escapades and riots to real-life government-imposed barriers after release. It is a true ride, and I'm so excited for us to talk to Gregory today. I chose the theme from Fed Joints to Beer Joints. Please join me in welcoming my guest, Gregory Thompson. Gregory is so excited to have you share your story and, um, and how you have changed your life around. Well, I think that was a nice introduction. Uh, it kind of reminded me of how much time I spent in prison. <laughs> um, I've been out for a while, so I've kind of gotten off that mindset. But it's it's everything to do with our business. It's mm-hmm. in short. Our, and and you had uh, on the one thing I didn't write the um, false confessions or from Fed joints to beer joints. That's my partner Jack. He's the intellectual property guy. I'm I'm oh. more the beer guy. And uh, he writes songs and books and TV shows, uh, which I'm sure you'll be hearing sometime because things are going along here pretty good. Yeah, we'll have to have him on the podcast too. Yeah, you, yeah, you will. He he hasn't done as much time as me. He's he was his first offense, and uh, he learned the first time. Where I was much of a I was more of a slow <laughs> learner, but a learner nonetheless. Um, and when I got out this time, I uh, I got out. I was like in a short synopsis. I was 58 years old. Mm-hmm. I got out. I was broke, riding a bus, working for minimum wage at a federal halfway house, and uh, just starting my life over with a ninth grade education, a career drug offender, and and it was rough. And mm-hmm. uh, I got my CDL and just started building my credit. And uh, people saw what I was doing, and uh, they invested a little money in me. And then I borrowed a bunch of money, and uh, 
and we've been going and our our whole premise was you're never too old to start your life over yeah. you're never too old to be a success whether you've been in prison or not like i'm i'm 66 now like my partner's 65 and uh we're going to make it one way or the other we're going to make it and uh that's that's kind of our story is if you know if we can do it i don't want to hear it it's hard oh i don't have time mm -hmm. this that you know you know the usual yeah about you're obviously a successful woman and uh our thing is uh look you can do it i did it with everything against me two probations one from a pot charge from rhode island from 1996 and this was in 2016 mm. forced me out of my sister's house i had to go move to keep my job um they make everything much harder as opposed to they talk like they try to help you get situated. Well, no, that's not true. Mm -hmm. I've gotten out numerous times and it's pretty much you're on your own. Um, mm -hmm. And hopefully they don't, they don't get in your way too much. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you went to our website, like I said, you talked about our books and that, and that's, that's Jack. And you, you saw there's a free download. We started this in prison uh, as a publishing company and then we just started kicking it around and it kind of morphed into the beer and then the publishing and the entertainment would help sell the beer, which nobody's done before. They usually go get famous. Then they start a liquor company. Yeah. Right. Capitalize on their fame. Well, we're not, we don't have fame. We're, we would be more infamous than famous. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of what we're at. That's what our story is. And uh, it's, it's, it's been, I, we're we're close. We're on the edge. Like we're we're gonna make it, but you know it, it's tight on financing, and uh, we just need to keep going a few more months, and we got it because a lot of yeah. good things are happening for us. I get an overwhelming positive response in the bars when I go sell the beer, uh, even though the name's pretty edgy. I tell them, look, it's a negative. One of the negative aspects of prison that we're trying to turn into a positive. Sure. Uh, so uh, it, it's like that. Uh, we have a great beer. Fortunately, uh, I've been getting a, more accounts. Every God, every week I get a couple, three new accounts. So okay. it's working out pretty nice so far. That's awesome. So, you know, I, I know that who we are today is really a reflection of what we went through in the past. And, you know, I, I can tell from your conversation so far that you are a man that's living in the present and letting the future take care of itself as it goes. So what changed in you that from that person who was that drug dealer, that, you know, um, kind of your attitude, your mindset had to, to change. So what happened to change you? That's, that's a great question because it did happen. I, I had my epiphany uh, this last time when I got arrested, it was 2006 and I was in Rhode Island and I, and I got indicted by the feds. And, and at that time I said, I'm tired of this life, you know, and I want, and I want to start doing something different. And, uh, and, and the first thing I actually started to do was I had kind of had a hole in me that there, drugs couldn't fill up. And yeah. I tried, believe me, uh, you know, drugs, money, chasing girls, whatever. Um, you know, that's like, you know, false, just false accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I thought maybe I had, you know, like I had spiritual issues mm -hmm. and, and for me I did. And, uh, and so I, st I started trying to nourish my spirit more. And, uh, 
and, and find something to fill that and thinking that, you know, maybe that's what's missing. And so I started, like, I've started going to church and that, and the, the Christianity thing didn't, I love the teachings of Jesus, but the whole organized religion thing didn't work when there was all these absolutes when the guy would preach. And I've read a book or two in my life. And, and so I know a few things. And so that didn't work on me, but I just started reading spiritual books and becoming in the in the moment, like you say, and 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 embracing um, like I said, the, to me, like the like the like the teachings of Jesus, just they're so perfect. Mm -hmm. If you cut a lot, all the extraneous stuff off all of his, all the rest of it out and all the words in red, just kind of like, well, trying to be that person, uh, yeah. you know, of course, I'm not going to be that person, but that was something kind of to aspire to, um, and, uh, you know, and, and not judge, love myself. And, uh, and if I wouldn't have went on the spiritual journey, I wouldn't have made it. Um, I, I, I followed some spiritual teachers and I do it every day. While I was driving truck, when I got out, I spent two hours a day at least. And uh, without it, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I have to say I'm positive. I don't think I would have seen this through. And that's what changed for me. Yeah. And, and I think that just like any addiction that you might have, it's, it's never ending. You, you always are on this journey. You are always having to evaluate and pivot and change as life changes life hands you lemons and now you got to figure out how to make that lemonade right and so for you this beer uh, journey that this beer joint is yeah. really a great positive aspect of making lemons out of lemonade oh, or yeah. lemonade out of lemons yeah, so yeah, yeah lemonade out of lemon yeah, yeah. it really is and 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 every day i i like i still have you know like everyone starting a business i have new obstacles yes and, and it's and there's only me and, and my partner jack and we can't afford to hire people right now so mm -hmm. we're doing everything i mean this the stuff he you know the legal stuff everything that he's good at and it, it's like every day new things come up and sometimes it gets a little like oh how am i going to pull this off but like I said, then I get set, set, you know, I get set back in and listen to a, do a meditation in my car, driving down to go sell beer. I get centered again and realize, well, just do the next step, go to your next spot and do what you have to do and just accomplish your little task. And all the time you're accomplishing a little task, you're moving on. Things are getting done. Yeah. And with all of the entrepreneurs out there, the startups, they, as you said, they, we all have our challenges, but what about the roadblocks and challenges that you have? If you add that extra piece of a federal type, you know, time in prison. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's made it, it's made it real hard and having to report and, and then having to take off work. But I got to admit though, like, like New York, I, I, we went to go sell beer there. We're in New York. You don't need a license. You just need an export license, like from California and a licensed distributor. Well, no matter what, New York, they would they would never give me, let me build a brewery there because I'm mm -hmm. a felon. And there's many places that are like that. And California has a lot of regulations about stuff. But as far as ex-felons, they do give you another chance. Mm -hmm. And I and I appreciate them for that. Um, it took it took us longer to get the liquor license. They They checked us out more you know, in my records this mm -hmm. long. So, um, <laughs> but, but they did give us one and, uh, 
and then and then you're you know you're banking and everything you know you don't have a i'm gone for decades you know i'm, I'm a ghost and uh and so your history is not there so financing everything everything is harder um you know so luckily we're right up front that we're ex-felons and uh you know and that's our business is predicated on our story you know and uh and so we don't have to fudge around it you know we can tell them this is this is what it's like and they go no we like what you're doing mm -hmm. um because uh it's part of our story so it's right out front because it's a but it opens doors also. I, I you know, yeah. that's a, I, I would think that your mission that I read on your, le your website, your disclaimer yeah. is something that, you know, you lead with because as you, as you said, there are people out there that have gone to prison, made a, a wrong decision and it's, and they need help. And so you're giving a percentage of your, profit to helping others which i think is really commendable yeah but it it's something i you know we want to do you know it's I, i've lived off the community i they incarcerated me they paid to keep me for years that's the least mm -hmm. i can do <laughs> you know and uh there's i know how hard it is for a lot of people and everybody you know i still have family support my sister god bless my sisters you know mm -hmm. and some people don't have that yeah. and uh and 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 also to me, a lot of violence, especially violence against women and children, there's alcohol. It's alcohol related, yeah. and and for and and to you know just to put drink responsibly, well, to me that's not enough. You know, if, if we're saying we we promise, if we ever have profits, to give five percent of them back, mm. and you know, but you know, violence against women and children, shelters, battered women shelters, most of that's alcohol fueled. Yeah. And, and to, you know, and to turn your eye to that wouldn't be right. Um, you know, we want you to drink responsibility and responsible, and we want to be a responsible company, but we're selling a legal product, but we also feel that I don't mind shining some light on that, that I know mm -hmm. my product is, uh, it, it causes a, a lot of problems in domestic life. Yeah. So you you mentioned earlier about the name of your beer you have a few names shanked is the one that's out there but you have escapa and shot caller so tell me how you came up with your names well it's kind of funny i came up with them in probably 2013 when when the whole idea came to me when we were talking about expanding the company because somebody that was there with us told us he had a beer company in montana and I said, well, we could have a prison theme one. And these names all just came to me. Shanked was the first one. I go, then we could have another one. The Escapa, that's that's <laughs> it. That's his, to escape in Spanish. Mm -hmm. It's got a little guy crawling through a tunnel with bars <laughs> cut out. And uh, then the shot collar. If you've been in prison, every uh, any higher security prison, all the races have a shot collar. The whites, the blacks, the Spanish, the Asians. And so they kind of mediate problems between the races and if somebody has to be disciplined, one of their own, then they they they're in charge of it. Um, oh wow! And their word is not really you can't you can't argue with them once they decide. You know, you, mm -hmm. and so they decide who gets a beaten and everything else. You know, and uh, so anyways, that's where that came from. Shock, and that we're coming out with shock collar. In fact, probably in two weeks, I'm waiting on the tap handles, cool. and I and the beer is coming out. That's an IPA. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, our first one's a Blondale, which is really easy to drink. We have great yeah. beer. I wish I would have sent you some, and you would have gone, "Wow, this beer is really good." But that's how we did them. And uh, I got we have other names lined up, 
Super. And so what states are you distributing to right now? Right now, just California. I'm in uh, Orange and Riverside counties. Okay. And I have an Arizona license, and I just changed the address of the brewery who was brewing my beer, so I have to reapply because I mm -hmm. want to get to Arizona because my family's out in Lake Havasu, and that's a big drinking area, and I know mm -hmm. a lot of bar owners there. But we plan on getting nationwide. Um, okay. Well, you can buy our beer nationwide online if you go to our website. Uh, right, that's, I saw that, yeah. That's from another company um, that does stuff like that called Craft Beer Kings. And that would, it sends you to their site and they ship it to you. And uh, it gets anywhere in the in lower 48. So um, Jack, I guess, is the author. Did you work with him to create that the book? Um, I lived it with him. Yeah. Um, he started it um, from from fed joints to beer joints. Now he started the book starts in a place called Latuna in Texas. I mm -hmm. wasn't there with him. Well, he did two years there, and then I had did a bunch of other time from Victorville and Safford, and I ended up at a camp. In a camp, now when you get your security lord, it doesn't have a fence around it. It's low security, minimum security, mm -hmm. and so that's where me and Jack met. And uh, he was working on that book when he got there. And then me and him became best friends and we worked together. He ran education, I ran recreation. So basically if you wanted anything on that yard, you came to one of us. Uh -huh. uh, pro programs, if you want to do programs, only recreation and education supplied them. So we pretty much had to deal with everyone. So mm -hmm. then I became involved in the book and it morphed into our story from his story. And and it's continued into what we're doing now and, and the ending hasn't happened yet and so you mentioned a little bit about publishing so do you and jack publish or do you try to get other inmates to write and and be that um, publisher for them or do you have right. a connection for them How, how's that work yeah we did and and uh because we had some investment money and the thing in new york went sour with our distributor we lost all of our money and mm. so pretty much we had to pull back and it's just Jack's now, but our long, but our long term is music and books. I, yeah. There's a lot of talented people in prison and, yeah. and we want to, we want to, if they're writing hip hop, country, rock, whatever, we want to take, we want to, as soon as we can fund it, I've got someone that's going to run that into the music thing. We want to take submissions and, mm. and we want to help them bring it to market either by us, you know, probably doing it ourselves. Or, or finding them a home for it because we're starting to get a lot of connections now, especially in Nashville in the entertainment business. So we, we wouldn't mind, you know, helping people and uh, getting a fee for it, you know, mm -hmm. um, or a piece of a uh, piece if we can. Um, but we're going to, uh, that's, that's our long-term goals. No doubt. Yeah. I think um, jelly roll was, did some prison time. And um, really? if I'm correct, um, yeah. maybe, Maybe I'm not, but I, I think I am. And to me, if you've got that talent, um, it's great that you could have someone to champion that. And that would certainly help you integrate back into the, you know, world again. Oh, no doubt. There's there's people that we want to get on their radar. Like I would love to get on like Beak Mill. Uh, John Legend is huge mm -hmm. in prison reform. Good. Yeah. John Legend's a great guy. He and, is a great guy. Uh, and and I'm gonna we're gonna look to his organizations when we want to start hiring people because we're gonna hire people that are coming out of prison and train them in the craft beer business. 
we had an apprenticeship program that we put one girl through it, but we lost that when we lost all of our money, we had mm. to stop that. And, uh, but we'll, we'll restart it, but we did get her through paid for some college courses for her and got her mm. trained at a brewery, but we're going to be getting people like we'll be contacting John legends group because he gets a lot of, I want people that want to change their life coming out of prison. I don't yeah. want someone just looking for a job. I right. Want, I want someone who did the right thing in there, maybe took some college courses, has a family, has a kid, and really wants to do something with their life. And I know how to find them people. I did I did a lot of time and I know and I know how to find them. <laughs> you can yeah. read when they're giving right. you a line. <laughs> well, this has been so interesting. We um have talked a, a lot of different things. Um, one of the last questions be is you and I are both, I'm going to be 66 in a, a few weeks. Same age. So, so um, I know there's things that I learned when I was, I, I wish I would have known when I was 30. How about you? What What, what do you wish you would have known? <laughs> Come on. That's, that's horrible. You know, uh, <laughs> but you know what? I don't, I don't regret it because I'm kind of happy with who I am now. Yeah. Uh, who knows if I would have turned into this person yeah. without time in prison? Who knows if I would have found a nice spiritual base that took me to a place that keeps me happy inside. I don't know if if I never went through this and never went through these trials and tribulations, I might have I might have just you know been drinking and getting high all the time and had a good job or yeah. whatever. But that, that doesn't mean I'm happy and fulfilled. So yeah. I'm kind of cool with uh, where I'm at. But that's the only good. That's the great thing about choices. No matter how bad a choice you made, you get to, you get to make a new one this second. And, and that's. That's an important thing. You know, I, I always talk about failure is not something to avoid. It's something to um, live, but I'll always get back up after it. You know, well, what, how do, how can you be better after that failure? Yeah. Thomas Edison, he said, I didn't fail a thousand times. I learned a thousand ways not to do it. <laughs> That's exactly You know, right. and I've learned probably a million ways not to do it. <laughs> And uh, but I'm learning some on how to do it. But the problem is I have no business experience mm. and I can't wait to get like investors that will like kind of help, help with that part of the business, the actual nuts and bolts of running it and let me go out and do what I do good. And that's sell it because yeah. I'm actually fairly good at it because um, it's my story. And so it's easier for me to sell and I believe in it. Um, awesome. So, um, yeah, it's been quite a trip. <laughs> So what person do you look up to as a rapid fire question? I always liked Oprah. Yeah, yeah, me Oprah, too. Oprah got me started on these the spiritual journey that I started was because I a lot of people, Oprah used to be real big in prison when she had her show. Mm. And every afternoon it was on in the TV room. And so she always had like uh, Eckhart Tolle and Gary uh, Zukoff. She had mm. these writers on and I started buying books. And and Oprah just seemed to, you know, she had a lot of empathy uh, for yeah, people. She and, and, uh, and so I started watching her and I used to make fun of, oh, what are you guys watching Oprah for? <laughs> and, and then I started reading some of the books and listening to yeah. some of the people she had on, and it pretty it kind of inspired me and yeah. uh, got me started on a journey that's worked out well for me. Yeah. Well, I loved hearing about your story, and I love your attitude, and I wish you all the best. I, I can't wait to have you back on in a few months to hear some more successes from from you. If the audience has been inspired too and want to 
learn more about the beer, or uh, maybe you're out there a great business manager that's got a good heart and wants to help out, <laughs> yeah. you know, contact Gregory at his website. So let me share that information with you. You know, I always share my screen with the contact information. If you're just listening, you can go to my YouTube channel, Vicki Nettling, or my website to find the show notes. That's findyourleadershipconfidence.com. But Greg, Gregory's website is https colon forward slash forward slash www.prisonbreakbrewery.com. That's prisonbreakbrewery.com. He is also on Facebook and Instagram, but let me have Greg talk to you about what you can find when you go out on that website. So Greg, uh, Greg, Gregory, okay. sorry. Is, <laughs> do you prefer Greg? Gregory? I go by Greg. I go by Greg. Okay, uh, great. Yeah, or GT in prison sometimes. But anyway, uh -huh. well, if you go to our website, first off, uh, we did this. Uh, my nephew, uh, you know, myself and Jack, this isn't, we didn't hire people to do it. We did our own website and it, we're kind of proud of it. Um, yeah, it's nice. Okay, you saw it. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's it. Well, it'll tell you a little bit about our story. Uh, you can, it, it also obviously will tell you where to buy our beer. It's un, under the where to buy. And, and it allows you to, to buy it nationwide if you click on, it's got our store. And uh, I really encourage people to go on and look at Tales from Behind the Fence. I know you read it, that's the uh, blog with Elroy Crow. Right. And uh, my partner, Jack wrote that. And uh, it's kind of a takeoff on uh, where we met in, in Florence in federal prison. Uh, then you get uh, excerpts from our book, from beer joints to, uh, uh, from fed joints to beer joints. And also a free country music download. Um, that's our albums coming out. The, the name of that album is going to be The Last Straw. Uh, <laughs> and because the person who wrote all the songs is named Jack Straw. Oh. And uh, the name of the band that's it, uh, that's singing them all, it's all different people. And uh, it, it's called uh, Beer Heroes. Mm. And uh, you can get you can get a free uh, download of that song right now called uh it's called horizons on our website awesome. and that guy was on uh he came in second on the voice oh wow uh, he's trying to buy that song from us for his album but he hasn't got his financing together but they paid to record that theirself um and it's a good song you get on there if you listen to country music mm -hmm. yeah it's a nice song and it tell you know it shows a little bit about our beers and stuff uh it's got all of our our you know our, our social media uh links and uh pretty much uh, it's a little bit different as far as web you know websites go but uh it you kind of get a feel for what we're up to yeah yeah thank you so much for being a great guest i enjoyed very much our conversation today definitely will check out your beer. Well, I'm not a beer drinker. I got people all around me that are. So we'll make sure we get some of uh, that beer coming on the way to Georgia to let you know how we like it. And as always, thank you so much for being a great you guest. Know what? You're very nice. Um, I did one of these with another guy, a doctor, and he was just like, there was like no, uh, no form to it. And, uh, I, uh, it was much more enjoyable because you helped me along and led me uh, and kept me kept me focused. And you're very <laughs> nice, too. So uh, it was enjoyable talking to you. Thank you so much. And as I remind everyone, life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nethling signing off. 
Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.